You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. Hello everyone. It is Pierce, host of the PJ's Cast here, and this is not a regular podcast episode, but rather a best of or compilation of my favorite moments of the 2022 year for the PJ's cast. It was a great year. I got to meet Schmitty in person. We had a blast in Montreal. We also got to interview Emily Kaplan. That will be included in this. And also shout out to Jimmy and Reagan, who are amazing co-hosts. I'm so privileged I get to do this with the three of them. And also just people we know on Twitter or people that have worked in the game, whether they've played the game or work within the industry. Very privileged that I get to do this. And... I think we're only taking off. 2022 was such a huge year for us. There's so many more great moments that we had this year that uh, didn't make the cut, but these were ultimately my favorite moments. I'm really looking forward to 2023 and what it holds. Thank everyone who has listened to the show. Be sure to give us a five-star rating on your preferred podcast platform, and Happy New Year's. Oh yeah, absolutely. It'll definitely be interesting, and um, I guess that leads when he's a ranger. Oh my gosh. Whoa, Here whoa, we go. Whoa, 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 whoa. Where is that coming from? <laughs> yeah, what are your sources there, Jimmy? Yeah, my brain. My <laughs> three neurons firing off right wait, now. Wait, wait, I'm confused. Wait, wait. Are you saying that Connor McDavid is going to be a Ranger? Can he, wait, you got. I could totally see that. that. Oh, I could totally see strong. that. Like, I, I've been thinking about this for years. He's there's no way that guy stays in Edmonton after this contract. The way he's been treated, the way he's had. But a team why New him. York? Why? Because the that's the that's Showtime. New York is going to pony up everything to get that guy. Hmm. Let's see. When is his contract then? What season is his contract then? It's like three more years, four more years, something like that. They yeah, have Panarin for a couple more years after that. If Panarin's yeah, still doing well, slap Kyle McDavid with Tartami Panarin and just watch Sparks fly. Like, Alexi Lafreniere oh. is going to be in his prime by then. I don't care. I, I've been saying that. I've been at least thinking this for years. He's going to go to New York. It's it's prime time. They're going to pony up. I see it happening as soon as his contract's up. I'd, I'd love to see it if it somehow happened. Uh, I wouldn't be opposed to it. I think New York, New York would be a rather creative one. A lot of people would easily say, oh, he's going to Toronto. He's going to go play at home. But I would love <laughs> for him. Everyone's going to play in Toronto. Everyone's going to play in Toronto. I would, so. play I would I We need McDavid so to get cool. past the first round and win a cup. He shouldn't go there if he wants to do that. Wow. Be nice. <laughs> be nice. I think it, it'd be... You know what? I don't know if it's gonna happen with the Rangers. If you do, man, I hope you put. I hope you put that tweet out on Twitter, and mm-hmm. I hope you like retweet the shit out of that when <laughs> it, if it happens. Like you gotta I, tell everybody. I, think I also. I'll clip this. It's fine. I'll do something like that. But um, yeah, I gotta get that clout. I need to get those tweet impressions, man. But uh, I, I think Smart I also insider man. But imagine if he oh goes to it. Imagine <laughs> him in a market like that, man. Oh, he knows. Yes, Smart Insider Man, ninety-seven. Of course, sim it's a Sim Seven guys. Yeah. It's a Sim yeah. Seven. Where do you think? Where do you think I? I also work. Oh no! It, it connected <laughs> to me. I'm like, oh, he knows. He gets man. it. He gets oh, it. He's Smart Insider Man. He's sniffing around. It's a Sim nine point seven. Oh, oh man. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, great. <laughs> Yeah, when 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 Connor McDavid goes to the New York Rangers, uh, you guys will be the most famous hockey podcast of the moment. Just just say yeah. we said it on 
January what? January seventh. Yeah. yeah. 2022. We telegraph. We'll get like 10 more followers, dude. Oh, I know. Yeah. (laughs) I I also hope for it. Imagine getting Connor McDavid on maybe the biggest stage in all of North America, or in the United States, I should say. The visibility for everything I need for America, dude. I when we were we were kind of looking at uh kind of your resume basically and all your accolades and whatnot, we realized that uh you played for Switzerland during the U18s and um. I just kind of wanted to know what that experience was like, you know, representing your country as a, as a young teenager and being on such a big stage and just, you know, having that moment. I'm just curious what that was like. It was um, very special. At the same time, I was so young, I probably didn't fully understand what it meant. Um, for me, it was like, obviously, I was proud uh, to be able to represent Switzerland at such a young age. At the same time, I just wanted to play. Um, I, I wanted to play the game. And to me, it didn't really matter too much at the time, um, you know, putting on the Swiss jersey or a club jersey. Um, but at the same time, like it was, I was very honored. I was proud to be able to do that. But for me, it was more of like, I just wanted to play and I wanted to play at my best. You were 16 and though, like the first time you played at the Olympics, right? Yes. Or just turning 17, because like that's so crazy to me because I did so many stupid things as a 16 year old. I can't even imagine playing on one of the biggest stages like in the hockey world as a 16 year old goalie. That is so. I was playing house hockey in high school or something, man. That's that's insane. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. Like I was so young, Um, like my experience at the at the Torino Olympics it was so different than like my experiences in my other three Olympics, just because like, obviously I, I grew older. I understood more what the Olympics are all about and like what it really meant to be part of the Olympics and, and like play there. Whereas when I was 16, like I, I felt more of like a tourist than, than anything else. because <laughs> It's just like, it was overwhelming. It was just so much. And at the same time, I didn't understand that. Well, Florence, we've uh, obviously on this topic and uh, just in general, everyone knows you have this long, uh, long history in the Olympics. You've been there multiple times, four times to be exact. If there was one memory you wish you could go back and uh, experience again, which one would it be and why? Definitely um, going back to the Sochi Olympics um, and that being the bronze medal game, Um, Mm -hmm. going back to like the last probably five minutes of that game and just like yeah. live it the like really the last couple of minutes of that game um and then like until the buzzer sounded and we won that bronze medal yeah what did that feel like that entire that entire experience because i believe that was uh the highest switzerland ever uh, placed yeah like that that experience is unreal and like just talking about it now i get goosebumps um yeah. it's really it's it's hard to put into words what what that really meant and like what was going through my my mind at the time it was just like kind of everything coming together like all the all the hard practices like the the sore legs and and like (laughs) the conditioning training the weight training all the on ice training the off ice training like everything just came together and it's just like okay, th- this is what 
this is the reason why we we went through all of that this is why we do all of that that's why we practice every day to be able to celebrate um such such a moment that's beautiful oh yeah i can imagine the um every second ticking off that clock felt like a minute oh, <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah Just i had it um at the time when I was participating at the at the Sochi Olympics, I was working for the International Ice Hockey Federation, and so um, they one of my my colleagues was actually filming me for for the last five minutes of the game. He just had the camera like full on just me, and he sent it to me after. And like whenever I look at that, I'm laughing because you can actually see like I'm shaking, like I'm like like moving my my body, and I was just like, oh my god. That's what, what you play for. That's what you play for. Those moments, those last five minutes, the crunch yeah. time. That's what you play yeah. for. That's awesome. <laughs> that's amazing i'm pretty sure as like a 13 year old watching that game i got up at like four or five in the morning watching it but i don't remember how it went do you remember how the game went down like in terms of scoring yes um, so we were actually we were actually down to nothing going that's into right, the third that's right and then uh we we even it out so we went to two two and then we scored the the third goal and then they pulled the goalie and actually the youngest member of our team alina mueller she then scored an empty netter making it four two and then i got scored again (laughs) (laughs) so it was four threes which is like it's like not out of the woods yet yeah yeah yeah. it was was, oh my god what it Sorry, because I what remember watching real? the game. Yeah, I remember watching the game, and I'm like, I'm pretty – like, I don't remember how it went, but I'm like, I'm pretty sure Switzerland was trailing by either yeah. one or two goals heading into that third, and it was just like – that was like, it seems like such a hard mountain to climb against a good Sweden team, but the, the fact that, uh, so again, such a small country like Switzerland prevailed, that's, like, that's just such a – that's just such an awesome story, especially at the Olympics. Yeah, thank you. German hockey is pretty cool. Um, <laughs> Can you imagine, I like – Go to the front of the class, presenting your exam. Uh, hockey is pretty cool. That's kind of what it feels like right now. You're just putting me on the spot. But no, I'm extremely excited for the team we, like, Tony Söderholm put together together for the Olympics. Um, Because it's a pretty young team and they had a hard time deciding who they are going to pick and who has to stay at home because right now we have a lot of good players and they're maybe not at the level it takes to play in the NHL, but they are good and they have incredible team chemistry. And that's kind of what has held this team together so well, especially in 2018 when they won that silver medal. Um, in the Olympics, it was all team chemistry and how they built that team. And I'm so excited to see if they can do it again this year to build just like this very, very tight team. They are blocking so many shots. I've never seen a team block as many shots as the German team. (laughs) No man can block that many shots. They got a lot of heart. (laughs) It's incredible. Like the Worlds, um, was it the last Worlds where 
It was last year, right? 2021. Yeah. I'm yeah. still confused. I'm not. In no, time does not really? make any sense now. Don't worry. Wait, did they I have the rules last year? Um, they had like so many bruises. I just remember Tom Kuhnhake limping off the ice like every second game because he took a puck somewhere on his body and he was just not able to like continue playing right away. It's a Stanley um, Cup champion, Tom Kuna. Isn't that back to back Stanley Cup? Back to back Stanley Cup champion, Tom Kuna. I, I have to say, I'm still a little bit mad because he is from the city. Like, I always say my hometown hockey team, but they are not technically my hometown team, but they are the closest um, team available. And he was born there. He played there for a long, long time. They have his like banner and number up in the in the building um the pride of germany tom knuckle yeah. yeah yeah and he brought the stanley cup to that city oh. and back then i was too like i wasn't that interested in hockey um and i missed it and i'm still a bit pissed about that <laughs> but yeah he's currently playing in sweden and yes. joining team germany for the olympics He'll break his legs again. Can't wait to see it. I'm excited to see what Germany does, though. Because, yeah. like you said, like it, they won silver in 2018. And now that I know we were all excited for the NHL players originally to go, but now that they're not, I feel like it's just such a more wide it's open. It was going to be wide open. Wide anyway, open man. Jeremy Colton's coaching Team Canada, so that takes him out of a mix. Am I right? Yeah, they're already. I was going to say Germany's in trouble, man. Come on. Can't, I like. Mean- when I heard that the NHLers were going to go, like when it was first decided, I was a bit nah because we don't have a lot of NHL players. So it would have been extremely hard to compete against Canada, the US, Finland, Sweden, um, Russia. So these are the teams that are stacked with NHL players, I think. And Germany doesn't really have that. I mean, we have Dreiseidel. We have Grubauer, who's not performing that well this yeah, season. He's like, a rough year. Oh, man. Yeah. He's struggling. Um, we don't have Greis because he's banned from the team for obvious reasons, which is good. Um, Look it up if you don't know. Sorry. And then Nico Sturm from the Minnesota Wild. Good player. Could have played. He's good. Um, and then the others are... Yeah, well. well, obviously, the rookies. Cider is missing. <laughs> that guy is missing from the team. And I'm pissed about him not being able to go. But we'll manage somehow. And then, obviously, Peterka and Reiche are missing too. I am especially mad about Lucas not being able to play with Leo Pföder and Marcel Nubels because that was the power line in Berlin and they lit it up during the Worlds. They were so good. Lucas, 18 years on the first line, always so much ice time and he played so well and I wish he could have gotten the opportunity to play his first like Olympics game. But that's not gonna happen. 
Hey, maybe in twenty twenty six when they give us that whole break, he's only nineteen. Oh yeah, and (laughs) by then he's going to be most likely he's going to be like a top six player in the NHL. You can probably bet on that if he develops. Especially with how he looked. I was like, hopefully, sell the Blackhawks. We don't trade by then. Well, it's not here, so we'll actually keep our prospects. Don't don't get me started on that. Them trading all the prospects. Jesus Christ. When I saw <laughs> Oh, you know she's a Hawks fan. Like, come on. The Jesus no, Christ, yeah. I, oh boy. I watched Seriously. the draft and I didn't expect Lucas to go that high. And I was surprised the Hawks took I think a lot of us were. Yeah. And I knew that he was an extremely good player and some people were really shitting on that decision like no why did you take him um i've always liked him and i knew that the hawks were his favorite team growing up um so i was happy for him but my like immediately i was thinking oh we're gonna trade him won't we mm. um at least mm. well, it's Stop not it. there anymore <laughs> So I hope he can stay and develop. I hope they keep him because he's really good. Yeah, because as I said, the way they're the way they're handling him, uh, it, it it reminds me of oh man, no, I'm not gonna bring okay, um, but no the <laughs> yeah no 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 but uh, no, it, the way they're handling him gives me a lot of hope that they're going to hold on to him. Uh, like we like we talked about it, like Doc and Boakfist, they they shoved him right into the league right away. But we're seeing with Reichel, like they're they're very hesitant to put him in the NHL. So if you need sweet ass time, which they should be doing, I think it was good that they kind of gave him a taste of what it is like to play in the NHL. With how many games was he up there? Two, three, three. Okay. Um, was it true? But I'm, okay. I'm glad they put him back. Um, because I think he's putting up pretty good numbers in he's point the per game in Rockford, I think, which is very damn good for a 19 year old who just came over to North America. And he's had like yeah. a revolving door in his wings, minors. So, second, <laughs> do you feel like a shark boy or a lava girl today? <laughs> Good question, Shark Boy. That's what I said, bro. That really went into like the deep recesses of my mind. Bro, I'm, I'm gonna clip that shit instead of the neck. He's gonna die laughing. That's like a running joke in between our friend group. Like, I haven't watched that movie in like 15 years, man. That's oh so my funny. God. <laughs> Bro, literally, like, we'll be sitting there and Nick will send, like, a series of questions to a random person like that and just be like, do you know the Muppet Man? And do like, you what? like oatmeal by a chance? <laughs> My favorite question to ask like that is, is guacamole a jam? <laughs> the answer is yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> is ketchup a smoothie? Ooh. Is soup a cereal? Yeah, I was going to bring that up. <laughs> yeah. These are the questions we leave you with, viewers. Yeah. These are listening. these are the real questions to ask. It's not about hockey. It's these are the hard-hitting questions. questions. Exactly. Call me Will Arnett. You know, mm-hmm. whenever we have a guest on, we should ask those questions instead. Well, I'm literally going to ask after a shark boy or a lava girl every fucking time now. That's the yeah. new thing. 
Like, can you imagine, like, we're having, like, a serious interview with, like, Scott Wheeler again, and I just break yeah. it out. <laughs> like, no, like, I'm so out of left field. No one sees it coming. Yeah. Like, pineapple and pizza. You were sharp boy. Yeah. <laughs> so here, no, you thought that, that was the most important question. How no. are you feeling sharp boy or lava girl today? <laughs> Wait till I settle up for this one. <laughs> Round them. Uh, I guess you can. Hockey fans, light the lamp this winter with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. New customers can bet just $5 pre-game money line on any NHL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. If that wasn't enough excitement, you can turn small bets into bigger payouts with same-game parlays. Combine multiple bets like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more for your shot at an even bigger payout. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use promo code THBN, bet $5 on any NHL team to win their game, and get $150 in free bets if they do. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code THPN. McDavid does stuff that literally no one else in the league can do. No way! They just scored from center Calgary! No! Hold on, wait. Mike Smith! What happened?! What happened? Wait, is it tied? Yes. No fucking way that they goes in. They scored from like their own. Rasmus Anderson just scored from like 200. No, he scored from like 150 feet out. There's no fucking no. way. Mike Smith, buddy, what happened? What? No. What happened? No. Dude, out of all the ways Calgary's going to tie it. No way. You cannot be serious. Oh my god. What is going on? First of all, why are you that deep in your crease? Second of all, where is your glove going? To fucking Mars? What is happening? Yeah, that Pierce, I don't know if you saw the kid behind the flames bench. He just had his head over his, his hands over his head, just like, I don't know what's going on. Me too, kid. Me too. <laughs> Jacob and literally just like, I don't even know what happened? to say right now. What the hell? I'm speechless. Welcome everyone to the P-Disc Cast. I'm your host, Pierce, live from Montreal at the Sheraton Hotel, joined oh, wow. with my good co-host Schmitty, but we have a very special guest today. Um, we have the wonderful Emily Kaplan of ESPN. How's it going, Emily? It's going really great. Thank you guys so much for having me. Um, firstly, you have dope shoes on here. Thank you. Those are real. I, I'm sorry. I'm just noticing them now. They're pretty cool. Those are fire. Um, but I'm good. I'm waiting for this coffee to hit. These weekends okay. are always really overwhelming, and there's so much to do. And um, the coffee's just starting to hit now, so you'll see me perk up as this goes along. What time did you get up today? Um, I got up at... I, you know what? I don't think the details are important. <laughs> it was a late, it was a late night, and it was an early start. Oh yeah, it's gonna be, it's gonna be like a, a weekend movie at a million miles an hour almost. Correct. It's gonna, you know, blink and it's gonna be Saturday. But, yeah. um, so before we get into the questions, how has Montreal been so far? And the biggest question is, have you tried any of the Montreal pickles yet? Okay, I've been so busy that I haven't had time to go and like find out the spots, and I know. As a bagel snob and a self-professed bagel snob, you can't just like go to any spot. Um, you have to go to these spots. So my goal today is to potentially find time, but I have left time tomorrow. So other than that, Montreal's been awesome. I've never I've been here when I was a kid, not since like as an adult, and it's such a beautiful city, such cool people, cool food, cool bars. So I'm loving it. 
Oh, yeah, well, I've never been on an airplane before. It was my first time going oh. on an airplane. So, but it couldn't have been a better place or a better time just being at the draft. So, we're really glad to have you. I'm going to have to run in a second, but I just want to say yeah. you guys are awesome. And I love your passion for the game. And you guys are rock stars. And this is what makes the hockey community special. It's like the fact that you guys can meet and we can do this together. That yeah. you can come to an event like this. So, I'm really glad that we got to connect. Yeah, oh, yeah. Definitely. Thank you so much for coming on. Like, we've been looking forward to this interview for weeks. Yeah. Right? Hopefully yeah, I appreciate you. Ta- yeah, I appreciate you taking the time, and I Seriously. apologize if I was pestering you too no, much. No, you were fine. I just felt bad because um, these events, is as you can see, thing? that is Pete Blackburn. Is that <laughs> Pete Blackburn? <laughs> Big Let's go. Come on, come make a cameo, Pete Blackburn. No, you want to make a yeah, you want to show podcast. real quick? We can just do a handoff. You oh, can right. just roll right through. Yeah. yeah. This is the internet celebrity. PJS Cash, big fans of Peak Blackburn. Yes. Awesome. Thank so. you very much. He also has dope shoes. Let's put it. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Pretty nice, but well, yeah, boys. yeah. I just want to say this I think it's awesome, like what you've done to help grow the game. I just kind of came over here so they can compliment. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Should I slink away now? Well, yeah, again, like I think it's awesome what you've done to help to grow the game. Like, just even seeing you do the interviews when you're like interviewing someone from a different country and you say like goodbye in their language. I mean, a lot of it's on the players, but I also think like if reporters like do a job and do stuff like that, I think it, I think it really helps grow the game. And I would think that any like young woman are growing up, even if they don't want to be in sports, like if they still want to be in sports reporting, they can look up to you and see that. So I'm like, it's really cool. It's awesome that how like you're getting the recognition you deserve, and it's it's awesome. Thank you. I appreciate you guys for saying that. It's been a fun year. Keep oh, going. Yeah, for sure. 2020 was like their last chance to fucking do anything, in my opinion. Listen, they got swept by Montreal. <laughs> like, Hellebuck's great. Hellebuck is like top five, and sometimes he's top three. He can do that, but you can't beat yourself, you know. And when you're your own worst enemy, oh, yes, like this can. team is, <laughs> incredible choice of words. Um, uh, anyways. Um, <laughs> podcast name beat yourself um that's a good name yeah. good shit boys well, well <laughs> Jimmy you got him in a box here you got him in a box well, you yeah. got me taped up to get me off the fucking uh, Kalamazoo so could resist no no Jimmy here I'll, I'll side note speaking of beating yourself shout out to the Toronto Blue Jays you fucking Oh, oh yeah, I I yeah. Follow what happened? Leafs, oh, the Leafs choked the four-one lead. Hold my beer and watch this. Yeah, hold up. How bad was it? I, you know, I'm not a eight to one bad. in the I sixth eight inning, eight and they lost ten to nine. Yeah, brutal. And they pull out Gossman when he was like doing incredible as well. Like Had why? one, one let up run in six innings. As soon as they pull, why? Or what is his name, Mariza or whatever? Just fucking run, 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 run. Oh, well, they deserve to lose it just for that alone. Yeah, honestly. Did you oh, see man. Vladimir Guerrero Jr.? I feel so bad because he's such a great young baseball player, but he's just like, oh, last year's a trailer, but this year's the movie. And- Mikey Stevens oh, said that, and then no. he put the movie as Morbius. It was fucking hilarious. <laughs> 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 oh my gosh! Like, fuck! How long have we been live? <laughs> Look at the thing I'm about to search. <laughs> no. Oh my god. 
That's the funniest thing I've seen all day. That scene. No. <laughs> no. Wait, what happened? <laughs> Look at the no! chat. <laughs> Just happened. Oh, oh, $800. Oh my God. No. No. Dude. Did I not say Evander Kane like did like a half decent thing and dropped that pass too? Like you fuck just cost him dude so much. Oh, that's tough. Oh I'm just my glad God. it wasn't like eight thousand, because that would have been so much worse. Oh my god. 800 is so crazy. You could have got 800 if he just fucking is a greedy whore. Like, Jesus Christ. So. Which you're right to bet that, but. That's so tough. That's so tough, dude. Because, like, he's so. All those other guesses.